Chapter seven, ready, set, go. Run, Annie, run, cried Jack, to the treehouse. They dashed down the hill together, through the tall grass, through the ferns, past the pteranodon, and right up to the rope ladder. They scrambled up, and seconds later, they tumbled into the treehouse. Annie leapt to the window. He's going away, she said, panting. Jack pushed his glasses into place and looked through the window with her. The Tyrannosaurus was wandering off, but then the monster stopped and turned around. Duck, said Jack. The two of them hunched down. After a long moment, they raised their heads and peeked out again. Coast clear, said Jack. Yay, whispered Annie. We have to get out of here, said Jack. You made a wish before, said Annie. I wish we could go back to Frog Creek, said Jack. Nothing happened. I wish... Wait, you were looking at a picture in the dinosaur book, remember? The dinosaur book. Jack groaned. Oh, no. I left the book and my pack on the hill. I have to go back. Oh, forget it, said Annie. I can't, said Jack. The book doesn't belong to us. Plus my notebooks in the pack with all my notes. Hurry, said Annie. Jack hurried down the rope ladder. He leapt to the ground, raced past the pteranodon and through the ferns, through the tall grass and up the hill. He looked down. There was his pack, lying on the ground, and on top of it was the dinosaur book. But now the valley below was filled with uh, <laughs> anatosauruses, all standing guard around the nests. Where had they been? Did the fear of the Tyrannosaurus send them home? Jack took a deep breath. Ready, steady, go. He charged down the hill. He leapt to his backpack, scooped it up, and grabbed the dinosaur book. A terrible sound. Another, another. All the Anatosauruses were bellowing at him. Jack took off. He raced up the hilltop and started down the hill, and then he stopped. The Tyrannosaurus Rex was back, and it was standing between Jack and the treehouse. Chapter 8, A Giant Shadow. Jack jumped behind the magnolia tree. His heart was beating so fast he could hardly think. He peeked out at the giant monster. The horrible-looking creature was opening and closing its giant jaws. The teeth were as big as steak knives. Don't panic. Think. Jack peered into, down at the valley. Good. The duckbill dinosaurs were sticking close to their nests. Jack looked back at the Tyrannosaurus. Good. The monster didn't seem to know he was there. Don't panic. Think. Think. Maybe there's information in the book. Jack opened the dinosaur book. He found the page on the Tyrannosaurus rex and read, Tyrannosaurus rex was the largest meat-eating animal of all times. If it were alive today, it would eat a human in one bite. Great. The book was no help at all. Okay. He couldn't hide on the other side of the hill. The Anatosauruses might stampede. Okay. He couldn't run to the treehouse. The Tyrannosaurus might run faster. Okay. Maybe he should just wait. Wait for the monster to leave. Jack peered around the tree. The Tyrannosaurus had wandered closer to the hill. But something caught Jack's eye. Annie was coming down the rope ladder. Was she nuts? What was she doing? Jack watched Annie hop off the ladder. She went straight to the Pteranodon. She was talking to him, flapping her arms. She pointed at Jack, at the sky, and at the treehouse. She was nuts. Go! Go back up to the tree! Jack whispered, go! Suddenly, Jack heard a roar. The Pteranosaurus Rex was looking right in his direction. Jack hit the ground. The Pteranosaurus Rex was coming toward the hill. Jack felt the ground shaking. Should he run, crawl back into Dinosaur Valley, climb the magnolia tree? Just then, a giant shadow covered Jack. He looked up. The Pteranodon was gliding overhead. The giant creature, creature sailed down toward the top of the hill. 
It was coming straight for Jack. Chapter 9, The Amazing Ride. The Pteranodon coasted down to the ground. It stared at Jack with its bright, alert eyes. What was Jack supposed to do? Climb on? But I'm too heavy, thought Jack. Don't think, just do it. Jack looked at the Tyrannosaurus. It was starting up the hill. Its giant teeth were flashing in the sunlight. Okay, don't think, just do it. Jack put his book in his pack, then he eased down onto Pteranodon's back. He held on tightly. The creature moved forward, spread out its wings, and lifted off the ground. They teetered this way, then that. Jack nearly fell off. The Pteranodon steadied itself, then rose into the sky. Jack looked down. The Tyrannosaurus was chomping in the air, staring up at him. The Pteranodon glided away. It sailed over the hilltop, circled over the valley, over all the nests filled with babies, over all the giant duck-billed dinosaurs. Then the Pteranodon soared over the plain, over the Triceratops who was grazing in the high grass. It was amazing. It was a miracle. Jack felt like a bird, as light as a feather. The wind was rushing through his hair, and the air smelled sweet and fresh. He whooped, he laughed. Jack couldn't believe it. He was riding on the back of an ancient flying reptile. The Pteranodon sailed over the stream, over the bushes and ferns. Then he carried Jack down to the base of the oak tree. When they came to a stop, Jack slid off the creature's back and landed on the ground. Then the Pteranodon took off again and glided into the sky. Bye, Henry, whispered Jack. Are you okay? Annie shouted from the treehouse. Jack pushed his glasses into place. He kept staring up at the Pteranodon. Jack, are you okay? Annie called. Jack looked up at Annie. He smiled. Thanks for saving my life, he said. That was really fun. Climb up, said Annie. Jack tried to stand. His legs were wobbly and he felt a bit dizzy. Hurry, shouted Annie. He's coming. Jack looked around. The Tyrannosaurus Rex was heading straight toward him. Jack bolted to the ladder. He grabbed the sides and started up. Hurry, hurry, screamed Annie. Jack scrambled into the treehouse. It's coming toward the tree, Annie cried. Suddenly, something slammed against the oak tree. The treehouse shook like a leaf. Annie and Jack tumbled into the books. Make a wish, cried Annie. We need the book, the one with the picture of Frog Creek, said Jack. Where is it? He pushed the books aside. He had to find that book about Pennsylvania. There it was. He grabbed it and tore through it, looking for the picture of the Frog Creek Woods. He found it. Jack pointed to the picture. I wish we could go home, he shouted. The wind began to moan, softly at first. Hurry, Jack yelled. The wind picked up. It was whistling now. The treehouse started to spin. It spun faster and faster. Jack closed his eyes and held tightly onto Annie. Then everything was still. Absolutely still. Chapter 10, Home Before Dark. A bird began to sing. Jack opened his eyes. He was still pointing at the picture of the Frog Creek Woods. He peeked out the treehouse window, and outside he saw the exact same view. We're home, whispered Annie. The woods were lit with a golden late afternoon light. The sun was about to set. No time had passed since they'd left. Jack, Annie, a voice called from the distance. That's mom, said Annie, pointing. Jack saw their mother far away. She was standing in front of their house. She looked very tiny. Annie, Jack, she called. Annie stuck her head out the window and shouted, coming. Jack still felt dazed. He just stared at Annie. What happened to us, he said. We took a trip in the magic treehouse, said Annie simply. But it's the same time as when we left, said Jack. Annie shrugged. How did it take us so far away, said Jack, and so long? 
you just looked at a book and you said, we wish we could go there, said Annie. And the magic treehouse took us there. But how, said Jack, and who built this magic treehouse? Who put all these books here? A magic person, I guess, said Annie. A magic person? Oh, look, said Jack, I almost forgot about this. He reached into his pocket and pulled out the gold medallion. Somebody lost this back there in dinosaur land. Look, there's a letter M on it. Annie's eyes got round. You think M stands for magic person, she said. I don't know, said Jack. I just know somebody went to that place before us. Jack, Annie, came the distant cry again. Annie poked her head out the window. Coming, she shouted. Jack put the gold medallion back in his pocket. He pulled the dinosaur book out of his pack and put it back with all the other books. Then he and Annie took one last look around the treehouse. Goodbye, house, whispered Annie. Jack slung his backpack over his shoulder. He pointed at the ladder. Annie started down and Jack followed. Seconds later, they hopped onto the ground and started walking out of the woods. No one's going to believe our story, said Jack. So let's not tell anyone, said Annie. Dad won't believe it, said Jack. He'll say it was a dream, said Annie. Mom won't believe it, said Jack. She'll say it was pretend. My teacher won't believe it, said Jack. She'll say you're nuts, said Annie. We better not tell anyone, said Jack. I already said that, said Annie. Jack sighed. I think I'm starting to not believe it myself, he said. They left the woods and started up the road to their house. As they walked past all the houses on their street, the trip to dinosaur time did seem more and more like a dream. Only this world and this time seemed real. Jack reached into his pocket and clasped the gold medallion. He felt the engraving of the letter M. It made his fingers tingle. Jack laughed. Suddenly, he felt very happy. He couldn't explain what had happened today, but he knew for sure that their trip in the magic tree house had been real. Absolutely real. Tomorrow, Jack said softly, we'll go back to the woods. Of course, said Annie. And we'll climb up to the tree house, said Jack. Of course, said Annie. And we'll see what happens next, he said. Of course, said Annie. Race you. And they took off running, running for home. The end.